0: lesson than JB talking touchdowns, home runs, and deep 3 over freeze, and under freeze. with JT. It's game time. The topic is off. different than most. You can call in. Listen.
1: Yeah, that's right. It's game time. Welcome, everybody, to Off Topic Sports. Uh, 704-489-3316 is how you get into the program if you want to get in. We got the crew coming in the building. Hopefully, we can stay connected. We're getting some reconnections so of things going on with the Wi-Fi, but if we disconnect, please stay with us. We'll come back, we'll still be here Talking sports Uh, Let's shout out these sponsors and supporters Real quick Uh, Let's see, shout out to uh, Woodforce National Bank Please go to woodforce.com Men's Warehouse, Rock Hill, South Carolina, Gastonia, North Carolina, 24K Rides of Rock Hill, TCB 5400 Club at 5400 Nevin Road, Charlotte, North Carolina. One Publishing, Clover Parks and Recreations, Winthrop University, Porter Decals, Clinton College, the Hydrocephalus Association of America. Please go to nomorebrainsurgeries.org. Primetime Players, Basketball, Coach Chris Thomas, the Connect Group, Mr. Kevin Glover, New Soul Music, Mr. Dark Eye, Black Toby Society, some guy named Jay, Spring Hill Credit Solutions, Below the deck, Mr. Nick Fox, Enterprise Management, Tony Nicole, SMG, Mr. J Locke. Hats off to you, Couture, and All About Us Radio. Yeah, you listening to uh Big Wool Radio Off the Big Roo, Big Roo Radio Off Topic Sports. Uh What, what else can I say, man? I, I think I think this is gonna say it all right here. Let me let me stop the music. This is gonna say it all right here. Um <laughs> How about the Cowboys, man? Uh, came back from a you know, what, what looked just terrible. A terrible outing for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, offensively and defensively. Especially defensively. Uh, offensively, which came out just a bunch of turnovers. And got off to a terrible start. But somehow. The football gods sh- shine down on us and, and, and let us get this victory that we did not deserve today. We deserved to win last week. We should have won last week, but we did not deserve to win this day, but we pulled it all 40 to 30 over the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, just a monster game by Matt Ryan and Atlanta, Atlanta Falcons, and then an equally monster game by our dude that better get paid this year or next year. Dak Prescott, Zeke Elliott, they did what they're supposed to do as the stars of the Dallas Cowboys and came through. And defense needs some serious, serious help. And we're going to talk about that as well as Tom Brady. He gets a win with the Bucks against the Carolina Panthers today, 31-17. To but I'm still on record. I'm still going to say it. I don't care who believes it or not. Tom Brady is garbage. He's nothing Without the New New England Patriots system and the Bill Belichick way, he's nothing. Uh, We'll talk about that, see what the fellas think about that after watching the second game with Tom Brady with his new team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, They say he's got more weapons than he's ever had in his whole career. And, you know, lucky for them, they were playing the Carolina Panthers. They're not going to get to play the Carolina Panthers every week. Uh, So... uh, uh, they got to do better, and I think they meet again. Carolina Panthers will win the next meeting. I like uh, Teddy Bridgewater and the Carolina Panthers. What they doing over there? But uh, their defense has got to do better. Offensively, they lost their best player uh, during the game. Uh, Christian McCaffrey went out. Hopefully, he'll be all right. We'll try to try to keep keep you updated on what's going on with Christian McCaffrey, uh, the heart and soul of the Carolina Panthers. I, I really think without them, even though uh, their backup, um, I can't think of the boy's name right now. He came in, he did a pretty good job catching the ball out of the backfield, but um, they're going to need more weapons. They're going to need more from DJ Moore. They're going to need more from Samuel Curtis. Curtis Samuel, I mean, and um, and see what happens with that that guy. But I think I'm losing my callers, man, for whatever reason. Um, but maybe we- we get them coming back in. But as we were back in, I don't know what's going on with the phone lines, JT, but uh, you guys keep dropping off. I don't know if, if it's me on my end or the bad internet connection, but can you hear me pretty good, JT?
2: Yeah. I
1: Okay, so that's my man James, JT Thompson. He's in the building. We're going to talk about that, plus uh, over and under from JT. Uh, hopefully, maybe Donnie will come in. I-, I picked Donnie's team to win today. JT, the Jets. I uh, because you know, I don't believe in the Forty ers but the Forty ers handled their business today. Uh, I don't know why I picked the Jets, even though uh, I mean, uh, who knows? Uh, but <laughs> just going outside the box, you know, just trying to get back into this to this uh, contest that we got going on uh, with our picks. And I did. I-, I think I haven't really looked them over, but I think I've done pretty good so far. Uh, with my picks even though I did pick the Bengals over the Browns that's a, that was just was just a bad call on my part uh and I picked uh, the another bad call I picked the Jets over the 49ers that was just that was just dumb on my part as well uh and I picked the 49ers to win last week and they lost and so I mean it, when, you, when you're dealing with a team that's going to be 6-8 and eight, like the 49ers, 8-8 eight and eight at best, like I said, all last year, uh, even after they went to the Super Bowl, uh, that's what happens. You, you you pick them to win, and then they lose. You pick them to lose, and then they win. So, you know, it's going back and forth. But I want to welcome also my man, uh, Big Les in the Builder. Come on, Big Les. How you doing, brother?
0: What's going on, everybody? Peace and blessings to everybody. Happy Sunday.
1: Happy Sunday, Happy Sunday, everybody! Uh, uh, thanks to everybody listening live on bigwoolradio.com. Everybody download the BigWool Radio app in your Google Play Store, and all the folks that search us out in the podcast app on the iPhone, we appreciate that. And please continue to follow us and support us on all of our social media. Um, um, as that BigWool Radio on everything, and of course everybody's individual social media. I guess they'll they'll tell you about it later on. Uh, so let's start. Let's start with the most exciting game of the day. Uh, the Cowboys and the Atlanta Falcons. Uh JT, give me your thoughts on the game and what do you think about the Cowboys going forward, though? JT, you there? Did we lose JT again?
2: Well, that Oh, there, you there plenty there plenty of times that uh you know, I differ in opinion when it pertains to whether we deserve to win the game or not. I do believe we deserve to win, and I, I believe that Atlanta deserved to have lost, just like they lost in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Yep. They they couldn't get it done when it you know when when they needed to. All they needed to do was fall on the ball, and that would have been the end of the game. But for whatever reason, they stayed off, and you know, uh, a lot of people have been critical of Coach McCarthy and the the aggressive uh, play calling that's going on, you know, with us, I don't have a problem with it because we've been too conservative for too long. Mm. So I was good with it, and I was also good with, the, you know, the special teams play, and we did deserve to win because there's too many times over the years we would have been either too conservative or wouldn't have been playing to win. We played to win. Our mm-hmm. defense didn't help us at all. You know what I'm saying? But you look at that, Prescott had 450 yards, and he was missing two of his regular offensive linemen. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it was Mm -hmm. a gut check as to where we at, a temperature check to where we at. You know what I'm saying? And we won a game that two, three years ago, you know, in the previous years, we wouldn't have won that game. So, you know what I'm saying? Kudos to the team for sticking with it. A horrible, you know, 17 points off of four turnovers. You know what I'm saying? And we could have packed it in then, yep. and we didn't. And so I will forever say, you know, I, I'll take this year and how we go at things over any year we've had in the last four to five years.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And there's something to be said about a team with the mentality of going for the win opposed to playing conservative, it, it, it didn't serve as well in the past. Playing conservative, and I think that got into everybody's mentality and their psyche uh, of just you know uh, we're just going to lose. We're not playing to win. We're just not going to lose. And then there's something to be there's something to be said about having that swagger of you know, the desire to win opposed to desire not to lose, if that makes any sense to people. I mean, people that that play the game or of, of any competition level understands that you play to win, and there's a difference be play, between playing to win and playing not to lose. And then you're, you're, it all gets into your swagger, you know, how you approach the game and how you uh, – Uh, Play out on the field or in On the court when it comes to to Something like that Uh, Big Les uh, I I know That you know you don't care too much About the Cowboys and but I I know You had a chance to uh, watch the game And um, uh, Is it Is it you know, a different feel for you with the Cowboys. I mean, with them coming back to win this game and having two of their starters, I mean, Pro Bowl caliber li- offensive lineman out, you got a rookie starting on the, uh, 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 on the, uh, on the offensive line and another guy on the offensive line where they only had two starts in their career. That was uh, last week and this week. And, we were still able to put up the numbers. Now, granted, I don't, Atlanta's defense ain't, ain't much because you, you you seen that last week. Their defense is just not all that great. Uh, but the Cowboys did do what they needed to do despite the turnovers early on in the game, come back and win this game. Um, being on the outside looking at, it, cause you know, how Cowboys can, how Cowboy fans can get, and especially me, uh, how I can get excited about my team and, and, you know, it is different coming from some, uh, someone that's not really a Cowboy fan or even hate the Cowboys to look at this game. And, and I'd like to get your, your opinion on that to, to have somebody that's on the outside looking in, uh, get your, your opinion on the Cowboys, uh, and what you see so far in these, these past two games.
0: Well, first of all, I, I don't hate the Cowboys. It's just their fans just are, there's something else. I'll leave it at that. I'll say, I was going to say, watch it, out you know, now. I'm, I'm a little sensitive.
1: I'm, I'm a little sensitive. You got to be careful what you say.
0: Well, I knew, I felt like the Cowboys were going to lose last week. And so because it's, anytime there's controversy that's going on with the Cowboys. It just never really turns into anything good for them. Mm -hmm. Um, Secondly, they were playing the Atlanta Falcons. And yes, they had a 30-some lead. And being that, you know, if you, being the old Cowboys, you knew that the game was probably a wrap. But they found a way to fight back. And, And quiet as it's kept, I'm rooting for Dak Prescott because there's no way. That he should not have already been paid, and I was talking to my cousin who was a diehard Cowboy fan. He believed that Prescott should not have should not get his money, but he doesn't believe that kind of quarterback. But in my opinion, you know, he's, he's he's top ten, so he definitely should get his money. Yeah. So, um, you know, so I mean, once again, it's still early. They were playing the Falcons, but I've said this before, and I truly believe it. Jerry Jones is is probably seventy percent of the problem that the Cowboys have, mm. you know, you, you can't, you can't have a, you know, people don't think this is a distraction, but you can't have 75% of your players being African-American players. And then you don't support their cause when they see their brothers and sisters getting shot in the streets. That's a disturbance to someone. Yeah, You know, you can't tell them how to protest that. And, and so some, some of them dudes probably don't really want to play for, for Jerry Jones. But they have to because they got to make a living. So right. that that's a distraction, and then all just just being the Cowboys, you know, that's a distraction. So if they can get through that, you know, I, I think they probably again will probably be a ten and sixteen. Um, I think they need to run get early opportunities yeah. to try to open, to open up the ground game because he he's a man. I mean, he's from Ohio State. I mean, we produced. Things like this. I mean, <laughs> I didn't want him to go to Dallas because I would have to root for him. But you know, but yeah, we 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 do what we do here at the O. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think he needs to touch the ball more. I think it will if they can get him off. It'll open up the passing game more and make it a little easier for for Dak. Yeah. Um, but their defense, man, you can't be giving up 30 points like that because it's going to be a team with better defense, and they get jumped on like that. there's no coming back. There's no coming back.
1: Absolutely. Um, yeah, we did we definitely benefited from Atlanta's lack of defense uh on, on their team uh for us to get back in this game. And I always I, I thought even when we were down early, however much it was twenty, whatever it was to nothing, uh I I felt like that we still could get it was the first you know, first quarter uh, we can still get back in this game, and then I seen the defense just kept giving up yards, and they was running and passing, and throwing Julio Jones, Calvin really, the 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 uh, Hayden Hurst, their tight end, he was killing us. And it was like, oh my God, we can't stop nobody. Uh, but what, what confused me, JT, and I want you to speak on this too, which confused me about Dallas in the opening, uh, of the game was the fact that the first drive that we had the first time the first possession of the ball there was no Zeke Elliott at all he didn't touch the ball the first the first drive of the game and I was I I didn't quite understand I was learning I was starting to search to see if Zeke Elliott got hurt did he was he was he not playing in this game but I thought man they would have said that in the beginning of the game but I was confused as to what the the strategy for the Cowboys was at the beginning now I mean so I, I want to get your thoughts on that, JT, about Zeke Elliott not starting the game. Were they just trying to throw uh, Atlanta off? Um, but I think it threw us off as a team not having Zeke out there, and that's why the fumbles maybe, you know, I don't know. Uh, it, it just seems strange to me. What do what you? What are your thoughts on, on that, JT? Uh, I think they
2: were trying to get Pollard off early. And then you see Nana was loading the box. So they, you know, teams prepared for Zeke Elliott. Yeah. So I ain't mean, got a problem with the strategy because you want Zeke to get off to a good start. And a lot of times when Zeke starts and he don't get off to a good start or he negative yards or this and the other. And although the fumble happened, I think that didn't do nothing but motivate him, you know. And once Pollard didn't really get a whole lot going and they just, you know, they, they, they inserted Zeke. And they just you know made it happen. I think it was strategy because man, you had eight, you know you had eight guys in the box. They were playing, they were cheating up, so yeah. they were definitely prepared for the run game. So I didn't have a problem with that. Uh, and and with the fumbles, man, it's just you know it happened. Atlanta was aggressive, and the one thing that they were doing is they were coming hard. They weren't just tackling; they were hitting hard. Yeah, so, and they, and they punching were punching that ball out. Yeah, being aggressive. Yeah, they were being aggressive. So. You know, once we you know understood what they were doing in the defensive scheme, then I think the coaches were – as you see up, I don't have a problem with them passing more than rushing because, again, we've been predictable over the years. And I don't think we're so predictable now. So I don't have a problem. You got weapons out there. Those weapons and wide receiver are going to open up the running game and Zeke can get any points. So, you know, today we came at it different – that's what I'm saying. I, I'm not – you know, last week was a winnable of a game, and this week we got it done. Um, There's going to be some grounded-out games. It's just, you know, we got to look at it, man. We didn't – we still didn't have no preseason and a shortened uh, training camp. Mm-hmm. So, I think guys are still getting acclimated to, you know, the strategy and the playbook and all of that. So, I don't have a problem with that. And then, you know, again, you know, uh, if Arizona holds true, man, at the end of the day, we're going to be top for first place, you know what I'm saying, in the NFC East. And again, you know, that's a scrap it out battle the whole – Right. Yep. Two two in a row. So we got to grind them out. We got to take it, you know, take them as it comes.
1: That's uh, exactly right exactly right we we uh we, we you were cutting in and out of there but I think we got to just uh what you were saying but uh yeah I think we as Cowboys we some people may may say we should have lost that game uh, uh but I'm I'm with you JT I, I think we deserved to win that game because we stayed with it we stuck to it and we made a lot of mistakes or, or a lot of turnovers in the beginning I, I think had it not been for those turnovers we wouldn't have been in that much of a deficit or that much of a hole to climb out of. Uh, I think we, we went into this game as the favorite as we should have been uh, despite losing two starters on the offensive line. Uh, both of our uh, middle linebackers are uh, Vander is out. Sean Lee is out. So we, and we was missing, I, I think a, a cornerback or a safety on, 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 on defense. So we, it was a, it was a tough, tough, uh, it was going to be a tough win anyway with all those people that we were missing with all those injuries, but we ended up uh, being on the winning side of this, and that we we definitely needed that so we can have time to regroup and come back next week uh, with some of our starters back in, and be able to be at full strength. I want to bring in my man Adonis Donnie Martin. Uh, come on in to the program, man. We had the um, I had the misfortune of uh, – of, of, uh, of picking your team to win today against the 49ers and uh they they fell short can you tell me what happened to your squad today uh donnie
3: um we looked awful and, and it was just that simple we couldn't get anything going I mean start with the fact that excuse me um Le'Veon Bell is out and which is basically our only weapon on offense uh we got Crowder and a couple of other guys but they're unproven in our system right now. And we have no chemistry amongst the offensive line and amongst our receivers right now. And then playing with a backup running back, we really have no um, chemistry. Yeah. Now, San Francisco 49ers, they're, you know, obviously a, great, a, a pretty good football team, but they had a lot of guys out. And was had steady guys dropping throughout the game, which we failed to take advantage of mm-hmm. at any point in in this game. We tried to make it competitive at some point in the third quarter with a uh, with a little touchdown rally to bring us within ten, but that was as close as we got. The rest of the game and out there today. So the same problem as as everybody. We know no preseason, no time to get to know your new teammates. But with us in particular, um, completely changing wide receiver core with three with a young quarterback, I think we could have benefited from more than anybody from actually. Well, yeah, uh... We don't have the most talent talented that so we're going to be a long season. But I look forward to seeing progress throughout this season.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, we having some I don't some signal issues right now. I don't know, uh, y'all keep going in and out, but uh, I think we get the gist of it. Uh, you know, without preseason, uh, Donnie, you know, and and everybody's dealing with it. everybody's, but 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 in your mm-hmm. case, in the Jets case uh you got newer guys that you got you you haven't had the chance to really work with like you normally would in the, in the off season but you know uh, the teams like the cowboys they 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 have that same unit pretty much mm-hmm. i mean in all your skill positions anyway uh, you have the the same guys that that know each other, been around each other for a while. Same thing in Atlanta; they they know all their guys, and that's why their offense is probably moving so well uh, against anybody, really. I mean, uh, the, the last game that they mm-hmm. came back from a from a huge deficit and put up a ton of numbers and beat beat that team, and then uh, the Cowboys they started got off to a good start against the Cowboys, but the Cowboys came through, got the one point victory. Uh, uh, 704-489-3316. If you want to get in on the program, that's how you do it. Uh, we're talking about the Cowboys, uh, uh, close victory today. And, um, also want to talk about, uh, my man, Tom Brady, uh, uh, Tom Brady. Uh, okay. Nima, I appreciate you. Nima said you sound. everybody sounds clear. Maybe it's just me on my end and and not I'm I'm hoping it's coming clear for everybody as well, uh, Nima, shining star L. Nima, uh, I I don't know if, if if Nima you wanna um chime in about your Philadelphia, uh the Eagles. Yeah, that's why I
4: called. Okay,
1: I don't know. <laughs> okay, well I mean that's a uh, okay. They lost, right? I mean aren't they and two? Yeah, I know.
4: That's why I called.
1: <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I I I enjoy talking about the Eagles, especially uh, especially when they lose. So come on in here, Nima Shining Star L. If you got a question or a comment about your Eagles, uh, Nima? You can catch Nima on Friday nights on the Florida Poetry Show here on Big Woo Radio at six p.m. Nima Shining Star L. What's going on with the Philadelphia Eagles, Nima? Okay. First and
4: foremost, hopefully you can hear me clearly because mm-hmm. I heard Donnie very crystal clear. Okay. Um, good. Let me, let me just say this. First of all, I agree with a lot of what Donnie just said. Like, our, this, this whole roster right now, like, I don't think people's hearts and souls are into this, especially mm-hmm. not the Eagles. This is my team. I'm riding regardless because mm-hmm. we ride or die. That's what we do. But they are not into it. And truth be told, I'm not really into it. Like, this whole pandemic has, I know that's not an excuse, but this whole pandemic has really bought sports down, especially football season, especially a team like the Eagles. We are a close knit. We boo together. We ride together. And with everybody not being able to be together, you know, on a normal basis, I just think it took a toll. And I think people are very impersonal right now. I think, you know, nobody's really focusing the yeah. way they should be. Now, that's not an excuse. Because some teams are, but I truly believe that, you know, and because we rally behind our team, we're not. Philadelphia, as much as we love our team, we're really not into it as much as we should be mm. because of what's going on right now with this whole pandemic thing. Right. So I think they just need to regroup, recharge, because they get their energy from us. And right now, we don't have the energy to a degree. You see what I'm saying? So right. I mean, come on. Dallas, I love you, Woo, but Dallas is a bum-ass team. Can I curse hey. hey, on Sunday? Can I curse on
5: Sunday?
4: Uh, yeah, you can say hey,
1: ass, ass is, no, that's not a problem
4: Wait, ass. can I curse on Sundays? I'm sorry. Just, mm-hmm. well, yeah, I'm you, you can. I mean... The point is, is, forgive me, but Dallas is a... I don't like Dallas. Dallas ain't been nothing since Emmitt and Troy. That's how I feel. Since Dion and, you know, other players, that's just how I feel. I'm old school, but... I think they're corny behind teams. So the fact that they beat, you know, I'm like, come on now. Anytime Dallas is beating the Eagles, like, that's a top rivalry. You already know, like, we're not really into it heart and soul. Like, we got to regroup and get over ourselves and come back to the drawing board. (laughs) It's like getting a half a nut. You need the whole nut. (laughs) That's all. That's all.
0: Yeah. Hey, man. You know I normally don't say nothing, and I and I say chill all the time. I very rarely speak. But man, y'all talking about Philly, y'all talking about Dallas, y'all talking about the Jets, and ain't none of y'all undefeated. And you don't never let me get no airtime on my team, and you would have skipped over me, man. You don't give me no love, but you talk about all these bump teams <laughs> that that you talking about right now. But I, I was gonna get to you about the Steelers, Denver, man. On, on, I'm just. Saying. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I mean, can I, can I, can I just get two minutes, yes. man? Dang, everybody's talking. Yes. Okay. Thanks. Okay. There you all go. Right, first of all, man, Fitzpatrick, he has changed our whole defense because our defense was bummy. See, I'm not one of them Dallas fans. I tell the truth. Our, our defense was bummy. It sucks, And don't. Dang. I
1: think we lost connection. Can, you, can y'all hear me? So I can't hear y'all if y'all can hear me. Got a bad phone connection or something. Alright. So yeah, we, we lost connection. We lost I lost connection on the uh, the phone line. Let me get let me take us a quick break and we'll come back. We're gonna let we're gonna let uh Big Less talk some more about his Pittsburgh Steelers. And um, and then we'll talk some Tom Brady Buccaneers. Is Tom Brady uh, is he any good still? What do y'all think? Uh, he got to win today, but I'm not I'm not sold on him. But I am sold on this squad right here. One
0: hell
1: of a job. And only thing else I got to say is, how about Jim Yes! Yeah. We'll be right back after these messages.
4: Hi, y'all. I'm Nima Shining Star L, and you can catch me every Sunday, 7 p.m. and 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on IG Live in the art room with Nima, where I will have special interviews with special guests you don't want to miss. And then you can catch me Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Facebook Live. That's right. Facebook Live Thoughts Provoked, where every topic is definitely a hot topic. Do not miss. So if you can't catch me on IG Live, seven eight PM Eastern Standard Time, shoot on over to Facebook, nine PM Eastern Standard Time. Hey yo. Oh man, that's what I'm talking about, baby. Mm-mm. Soft to the touch, lightweight and flexible. The love lasso is also washable. Comes in red, black, pink, and white. Mm-mm. Let's get the bedroom jumping right.
1: Give me the love lasso, baby. I'm ready.
4: Boy, you so crazy. Go to thelassocompany.com and order yours. Tell them Nayana Renee Stinson.
1: Ooh, baby, this is going to be so much fun. Ooh, put your leg through here. Put this around your neck. Oh,
5: yeah, right oh, yeah.
1: Go to thelovelassocompany.com to order your love lasso today.
4: Hey,
2: y'all. I'm Nima Machine Star L, and you can catch. Hey, hey, hey. this is James J.T. Thompson from Big Woo Radio. Hats off to you, Couture. Everything is made, not manufactured. Your one-stop shop for handmade hats and more. How to get in touch with them? www.etsy.com slash shop slash hats off to you, Couture. Officially endorsed by Big Woo Radio.
1: Listen to big woo radio. Y'all hear what I say? I want y'all to listen
5: to big woo radio. Listen
2: to.
0: <laughs> Let me clear myself, I am the legendary DJ Cool, and I don't
3: care what nobody say, Woo Radio is the best radio station, serious, alright? And I said that, and I meant that.
5: <laughs> You're listening to Big Woo Radio. radio.
1: Welcome back to the program. 704-489-3316 is how you get in if you want to get in. And I promise, Big less. I'm going to let you finish. We're talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers. We're going to get some people some scores, updates, sc- update scores uh, around the NFL so everybody can be up to speed as we get into this talk about Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. All right? Hold tight. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Here we go. What we got here? What we got? Of course, we everybody know the Cowboys came back to beat the Atlanta Falcons, forty to thirty-nine. Um, the Carolina Panthers lose to Tom Brady and the Buccaneers by a score of thirty-one to seventeen, I think. Uh, some more scores that finished around the league. San Francisco. Beats New York Jets, 31-13. Buffalo over Miami, Uh, 31-28. Pittsburgh over Denver, 26-21. Indianapolis handles Minnesota, 28-11. Tennessee Titans, 33. Jacksonville Jaguars, 30. Uh, L.A. Rams, 37. Philadelphia Eagles, 19 the Chicago Bears over the New York Giants, seventeen to thirteen. Green Bay upends or handles uh, Detroit, forty-two to twenty-one. And games that are going on right now, we got uh, the uh, Washington Redskins down twenty-seven to three in the fourth quarter. Of that minutes, fourteen minutes left in that game. Uh, Baltimore twenty-three, Houston thirteen. Fourteen minutes left in that in the fourth quarter of that game. Uh, We got Kansas City losing to the Los Angeles Chargers, 17-9. That game is in the third quarter with 2 minutes and 36 seconds left. You got your late game, New England and Seattle at 8.20 on NBC. And you got your Monday night game, and that will be Denver and Los Angeles. Oh, no, that's basketball. I'm sorry. (laughs) Talk about New Orleans and Las Vegas. That game is Monday night on ABC, ESPN. All right. So, um, the the, the Tom Brady. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm going to uh, I'm going to my man Big Les. Big Les, I know you wanted to talk about your Pittsburgh Steelers. They uh they squeaked out a victory today. How do you feel about them? Are you I think, we, you
0: know, there you I think
3: we, our chances are good. I think, yeah, can, you, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear Hello? you now. I can hear you now. Hey, yeah, we just, anybody can hear you. I think it's Wu's phone because I could actually hear Wu going all, out when he was talking, but everybody else hear you fine. Okay, cool, cool. I'm going to make this brief. Um, I think we,
0: I mean, our chances are good. Um, Baltimore is going to be a problem. Um, Buffalo could be a problem, but once again, it's still early. And so, you know, you have to see what, what teams are, that match up well with your teams, you know. I remember a time with Pittsburgh, anybody that passed the ball well, like Brady and Breeze and them, they used to tear us apart. So, you know, you just got to see how the matches play out, but I think we'll be there at the end, long as we keep being healthy. And, um, you know, we got three running backs by committee, so I'm not really worried about that position. And our receivers played well today, so, and you know, the defense is playing good, so we'll see. I'm not worried about the Browns and Bengals, so we don't have to worry about them, but, Mm-mm. um, it should be interesting. They they got a chance to be there. That's just my
1: opinion. But, you know. They, yeah, y'all do. Year
0: in and year out. Y'all got good coaching and a good franchise. Y'all always got to Yeah, that organization is always going yeah. In my lifetime, we've only had three coaches. Think about that.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. In my lifetime. Three, ten, four, three coaches. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. And they all won. They all won something, you know, between the, between the three yeah. of them. They all yeah, won a Super Bowl. Yep. They've all won. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the organization is just a, a, a great organization. They doing they doing it right. They know what they're doing, and they just keep doing it uh, year in, year out, decade after decade. Um, they're right there in the thick of things. Um, so, yeah, k- kudos to the Pittsburgh Steelers. I ain't got nothing against the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, uh, I I ain't, ain't want to overlook you there, uh, less with your with your team. Uh, it's just when you when the team is good, you don't really want to talk about it when they're good. Yeah, that's it's the Cowboys.
0: Oh, I, I, <laughs> saying, yeah. I like oh, to first, talk to hey, people. I just wanted to tell you, uh, no, I just was say, you, you know what 25 and Cowboys have in common, don't you? I
1: don't, I don't even think Four I want to ask.
0: Oh, they both represent a quarter. So, you know, 25 represent a quarter, and it's been a quarter of a century since y'all been to the playoffs before that, or won a championship, I'm sorry, won a championship. There you go. My
2: bad.
5: You
1: did one hell of a job, and only thing else I got to say is, how about Jim Jaworski? Yeah! Yeah! You did one hell of a job, and only thing else I got to say is, how about Jim Jaworski? Yeah! Yeah! You did one hell of a job, and only thing else I got to say is, how about Jim Jaworski? Yeah! Yeah! See, that's the beauty of me being able to. I, I own the board here and I, I have control over what's what's going on here. Uh and I just mute everybody else and I just play how about them cowboys the whole time. You know. Uh but I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that. I don't wanna I don't want my lo- listen to turn my listeners off. Uh but just just to show the control I have when you wanna start making jokes about my <laughs> cowboys. I just wanted to show yeah. the control that I got. You okay? Da- <laughs> but- Daddy, are you cool now?
0: <laughs> okay. good to go. Hey, hey, after I delivered that joke I picked up the baseball bag and swung for the fences I'm just saying <laughs>
3: <laughs> Hey, you definitely cut deep on that one I can tell
1: Yeah, well, I took my glove And I caught that ball before it went over the fence Okay, with the how about them cowboys <laughs> Anyway, let's go to somebody That we can all hate collectively <laughs> Mr. Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> we can all hate on that dude right now. But um, he got a win today against my Carolina Panthers, against the Doddy's Carolina Panthers. Uh, but, I mean, he did throw another pick. That's three picks for him in two games. Uh, not Tom Brady-like. Uh, not the New England Patriot way. So now he ended up with, over there with the Bucks and he looked like he on pace to do exactly what their last quarterback done. Jameis Winston. Set the set the league in, in interceptions. Uh or, or or lead the league in interceptions uh thrown by a quarterback. Donnie, let me ask you this. It's two games. It's still just two games and you know, we uh, we've been talking about like other teams, getting to know your team and it's a lot of miscues with his uh his current roster with his current receiving core. He's got a lot of miscues uh, missed. The, I seen him throw one in the dirt right in front of one of the receivers. Cause the receiver might not have been where he, he was. He wasn't a happy camper today, even though they won. Um, is is Tom Brady going to uh, throw the most interceptions by a quarterback this year? Uh, and, and how do you feel about Tom Brady after seeing game two with the win over the Panthers? <clears throat>
3: Um, To answer your first question, no, I don't think he's going to lead the league in interceptions because he'll start dinking and dunking before he lets his uh, stats get out of control (laughs) because he's definitely conscious and cautious or something like that. So, nah, he won't lead the league in picks. But um, like you said earlier, and like I said earlier, it's it's definitely a case of – he has no chemistry at all with his new teammates. Him and Mike Evans hooked up a couple of times today. But for the most part, I'm with you. I saw him throw a couple of balls in the dirt. I saw him miss Gronk down the seam route on a pass that should have been complete. I saw him miss an out route for a first down on a throw that Brady should make. But right. it was a comfortability level that he he had in New England with, A, knowing the system, and, B, knowing um, his personnel that he also worked with. So things were simple to him whether he realized it or not now you're dealing with new personnel new calls and not only that you only have a week to get everything together you have to you with no preseason and no real practice time you didn't get a time, chance to gel with these guys nor do you have that much amount of time during the season uh, during the week now that the season's going on because they're literally only probably in pads one or two days so the rest of the time is you know studying and, and, and preparing for a specific team as opposed to working on the things that, you know, a preseason would normally be spent for. So I do think Tom Brady is one of the great ones, even though I don't like him. So uh, mid season, I do expect him to be looking in different form than he is right now, but as of right now, they're definitely on the struggle bus and uh, they need to hurry up and get it together quick. Cause in that division, you don't want to keep taking losses because uh, you'll find yourself out of the playoffs real quick. But, It is Tom Brady. I definitely have a feeling he will figure it out as the season goes along. But right now, uh, he has no chemistry with his teammates, and it shows. Yeah.
1: Uh, JT, my question to you is, was this a good move for Tom Brady, being at the age that he is, being, you know, the GOAT, as some people uh, would call him? I would never call him that. But uh, being the, the most accomplished quarterback ever why would you leave the comfort zone I mean was it a good idea for him to leave the comfort zone of the New England Patriots system and and you know wanting to have an opportunity to win another ring Um, was this a good move for him in that regard Uh, but if you look at it this way uh, uh, you know he wanted to show that he could if he wanted to show that he could win without being in the new england system where he uh you know where he hung his hat for his the beginning to the to to his entire career um then i guess that would be a, a, a reason to leave but do you think it was a good reason or a good move for him to leave new england to go to to tampa bay to look mediocre uh what's your thoughts on that jt
2: I think it was a good move based on the fact that Belichick didn't want him and he didn't want to be there anymore. Mm. So based on that one back alone, you know, I think it was a good move. Now the one thing that he's having to encounter now, when we found out week one, Bruce Aarons called him out and called him out publicly, you know what I'm saying? So now they now got a brand new thing to kind of go at, you know what I'm saying, without figuring in the, the fact that, uh, you know what I'm saying, he doesn't have chemistry with his wide receivers and he is 43 years old, and I have to get credit where credit's due. I mean, the guy has put in work, and you know what I'm saying, he benefited been of a system that he, you know that he played in for 20 years, but he's not in that system no more. So, of course, I expected it to be different, and it is, but I also know that this guy is dedicated to what he's doing, and I expect him to be – I don't expect him to be mediocre. I expect him to be – you know what I'm saying – uh, you know, decent and in and, and, and the mix and by the time we get to the end of the season as far yeah. as, you know, divisions and, and division crowns and all that. But it still got to go through New Orleans. Yeah. And, you know, it got to play some teams that, you know, he hadn't had to play twice a year. So we'll, we'll see, man. But I think it was a good move based off of the fact when you ain't wanted somewhere and you pretty much ran your course where you was at. I mean, you, I, I'm glad that he didn't try to press the envelope and try to stay because it wouldn't have been even worse, you yeah. know, being somewhere you ain't wanted, and you know, being that situation. I think it was the best, best uh, situation for Brady.
1: Well, I'm, a, I'm a ask Big Les, Big Less, I'm ask you the same thing. I mean, yes, yeah, one thing that Bill Belichick want to move on from you, but again, you're, you're, you are the 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 face of New England Patriots. I mean, there's not going to be a mention of the New England Patriots and and Tom Brady not going to be mentioned. Uh, whether you know whether he's gone five ten years from now and and they 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 win another Super Bowl, Tom Brady's name is going to come up. If you mention New England in a Super Bowl, you got to mention Tom Brady at some point in that sentence or in that that paragraph. So again, uh, do you think he should have left or should he just stuck it out or maybe even retired? I mean, I know that, you know, a lot of athletes, you know, if they feel like they still got something left in the tank, uh, you know, he could have just retired and then forever been all hail Tom Brady, you know, from there. So again, do you think there was a good move for him to go to Tampa Bay or maybe he should have retired? What Would you think big less? Well,
0: I, First thing, I, I, like like J.P. said, I don't want to be somewhere that I'm not wanted. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the risk was coming years, like maybe two or three years prior before he left. Um, I think one thing we have to consider by him going to Tampa Bay is there was no preseason. You know, they didn't have OTAs, none of that stuff. So he really couldn't, like, basically have – I mean, I know he did do some work with the receivers and stuff, but, you know, it's probably not the same thing. I don't know. I've never been to a football NFL training, but I'm sure – when you've had a routine for 17 years or however long he's played, that 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 routine, you know, has definitely changed. So, I I think, I don't think we'll see the Tom Brady that we're normally seeing, but I think as time goes on, he'll get better. Uh, He won't be, I don't think he'll be great, but he'll be better. But the the problem with that is he is in the, the South, and New Orleans ain't losing no game. so you know at best you're looking at a wild card. They already own the tiebreaker, you know, and also all those things factor right now for New Orleans, and so they got to get it together sooner than later. But um, him leaving, I mean, sometimes you have to leave, and better things happen. So he wasn't he wasn't wanted there. He could tell Belichick probably didn't want him there, and New England's gonna be okay. You know, I feel like you know they're going okay. Maybe not where they were, but they they will be competitive. So that's just kind of how I feel about
1: Tom Brady. Well, the good thing for Tom Brady, um, as I look down their schedule, uh, it's 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 semi tough, I guess. I mean, as far as the defenses that he's going to see at uh, his next game, he's got to go to Denver. Uh, Denver, uh, their defense is pretty good. Uh, I think he's going to struggle there. Uh, then he's uh, home to the Chargers. Uh, I think he's going to struggle there. Uh, the bears, then the Packers, uh, I think the, I, I just don't see, I just, I just see mediocre written all over the season for Tom Brady. And I don't know. Um, I don't, I don't know if they're going to have a lot of success. I, they may beat the Broncos. I don't know the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, the the Pittsburgh Steelers, as good as their defense is, the Broncos did come and get some garbage, uh, against them late, but, uh, um, but I, I think they're going to struggle with the broncos i think they're going to lose to the chargers um i think they're going to have their hands full at the bears uh that's a night game uh it's probably going to be pretty cold um I, I think um well he he you know brady's used to the cold but i think the bears defense is a little bit better than uh the the panthers uh and then he's got to play the packers uh, i think he's i think he's going to struggle saints raiders rams chiefs vikings you know foul. I, I see. I see him as being mediocre, and I don't think he's going to get any better as it goes along. from From my standpoint, you know, the man is forty three years old. I see constant struggle. I see him throwing another interception next week. I see him throwing maybe two the week after that. You know what I mean? So, I, I'm I, Donnie. I, I think I'm going to have to disagree with you. I think he's going to be on pace for throwing the most interceptions. And, and, and I think I don't know. And and that offensive line, I don't know how well they're going to hold up. I know you say he's going to dink and dunk, but I don't know. I don't know if Bruce Arians is going to like that. I don't know, you know, unless they're winning, of course. But they do have, I think, a three-headed monster at the running back. So I, I, I guess if they focus more on running a game, which I've done a boneheaded thing, and I, 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 um, I deleted uh, or, uh, um. I got rid of Leonard Fournette off of my roster, my fantasy football. I sure want to back out there try to get him back to after today. But, but I mean, you got Shady McCoy, and then you got Floyd, and then you got Leonard Fournette. So you got you got the running game. I think that if they focus more on the running game and let him throw, uh, Tom Brady throw the ball fifteen, sixteen, twenty times a game. Uh, I think they'd be better off. But if he's got to air it out, if he's got to throw the ball, then I, I think you're going to see a less than, you know, great, way less than great Tom Brady uh, back there. And I think it's just going to hurt his legacy to see him, you know, uh, I, to me, he'd have been better off retiring. Uh, I just wish he would have went ahead and retired. And then and and then people like me won't be like, see, I told you he wasn't nothing without uh, the New England Patriots system. He ain't nothing without that. And I'm going to keep saying it every game that he looked like booty uh, and he looked like booty today and he looked like booty last week. And it's like, you, you wasting people's time. You stealing money at this point, you know, you're doing a, uh, what's the point guard. Uh, they went to LA from, uh, from Phoenix that won the back-to-back uh, MVPs that he didn't deserve. Um, what was Somebody help Steve me out. Nash. Nash. Steve
5: you,
1: you, Nash. Yeah. You're stealing money like Steve Nash. You doing? you're pulling a Steve Nash. Now you just going to places because they, they willing to give you $20 million a year. I mean, and that's just that's just not right. That's and I think that's what he's doing. He th- he he tried to go to what he thought had the best receivers and the best defense and a good coach, and he thought he'd go over there and maybe win something, you know, or not. He didn't really care, but he wanted to, he wanted to look good while he was doing it, and 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 and, and uh, just steal $20 dollars million, $20 million, million from from a, a franchise, and that's just that's just not right. You, sh- you got enough money, uh, your, your your wife got plenty of money, and you should have just went on retired and and been, you know, the, considered the goat, the greatest of all times. Now you're just gonna look bad. Uh, I think you're just gonna make him make him look bad. All right, J T. You got an over and under force man. Yeah, I got one. All right. Well I, well, I asked you that. I should have probably been a little bit more uh, prepared when I did ask you. <laughs> but, but I'm going a, I'm to a get you there, and we're going we gonna to do this thing right now. Is it over?
5: Is it up? It's, it's time for JT's Over Under. Over
1: Under. Over Under. Over under. Hey, JT, what you got for us, man?
2: All right, man, we're going to go to the NBA for a minute. And I want to know, first off, did Giannis deserve the MVP for the regular season? Because that's all that was. And did LeBron have a point with what he was saying about the MVP voting? And, you know, where he went in that press conference after the game the other night, I going to get y'all's opinion on this.
1: We'll start with you, Donnie.
3: Um. Yeah. First, the first question. Yeah, Giannis deserved the MVP. It is a regular season award, and they vote on that prior to the playoffs even starting, or at least that's the way it was supposed to be. You know, it traditionally is done. So, um, for as far as MP, I, I graded myself differently than I guess the NBA does. They usually go with, with the, on the best team with the best record type of thing. I, I, I truly say who is the most valuable. So to me. For years, Allen Iverson, Kevin Garnett, and guys like that were just valuable. Those teams would be below five hundred without their teams, and here they are, playoff teams. And I feel the same way with Giannis. Um, and without him, the Bucks are twelve and sixty. You know, twelve and seven at best but with him their perennial playoff team you know they haven't gotten over the hump in the playoffs in the last few years but definitely he carries them through the regular season he's one of the most unstoppable players we have in the NBA right now um, and he's only going to get better if he does get a jump shot at some point in his career so did he deserve the MVP this year yes and as far as what LeBron said um, I don't blame him for being upset because LeBron himself did have a fantastic season. And LeBron is one of those guys that year in, year out, he could he's he obviously has been in the top three of the um of the of the MVP over the last 16, 17 years. And in some cases, you know, he I, I felt as though he's lost the years he deserved it. And this one in particular to be in year seventeen, averaging twenty five points and still ten dimes, leading the league in assists at the power forward slash point guard position <laughs> is is truly impressive. Yes. But um I just think Giannis had an overall better season and he led his team into the, you know, into the best record in the NBA. And I think that counts for something. Should LeBron have gotten a few more first place ropes? Probably, but it's still, you know, um, it's disrespectful to act like Giannis wasn't, you know, Giannis had a much better season than LeBron as despite how, how well LeBron's season was.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you, Donnie. Uh, your boy Giannis definitely uh, deserved a regular season MVP. Um, uh, for LeBron to be in the running for every year of his, I mean, starting as a rookie, he he was in, I think he was in the running for MVP as a rookie. I mean, so um, it's it's truly amazing feat, and I think is is the what, what what we call the Michael Jordan syndrome when it comes to the MVP. Yeah, Michael Jordan could have won it every year, but they they can't give it to him every year, or you won't they won't give it to him every year, even though even if he's deserving of it every year. And and I think it's the same way with. Um, with LeBron James at this point in his career. It's just he's he's just LeBron James being LeBron James and he's gonna be the most valuable player on his team no matter what team he goes to. Every time he goes to a team, there it is. You know, they they're automatically in a running. They could be the worst team in the NBA at LeBron, they are in contention for a title. So, I mean how can you not say can 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 you say that about Giannis, I maybe at this point in his career you may you you can't really say it because he even even now he's you know his team get over the hump, can't even get to the finals, so you could put him on a bad team and they're going to be good, but don't know if they're going to be you know the favorite to win the NBA title like when you put when you add LeBron James to a mix to any team. Who who name the last place team in the, in the in the in the world in the in the in the league? Put LeBron on it. Now they become top five, if not top two. So, um, you know, kudos to Giannis. Uh, but I think LeBron had every right to be upset uh, about the 16 uh, sixteen first place votes that he got. Uh I, where did the rest of those votes go to? Did the rest of them go to Giannis? And I guess, you know, you could you could say that is all right. Uh what you think, Big Less?
0: Um, I think I think Giannis deserves the MVP. I think sometime it, I think the MVP should not always go to the guy that has the best team or um, or other or you know the best stats or whatever. Because if we look at the championship, the year that Cleveland lost it, LeBron led in all three categories. He led in scoring, rebounding, and assists over both teams and they still, you know, and they lost. He should have definitely got the MVP. Yeah. No question, you know. So I, I, I think sometimes, you know, you got to break up. You got to break You know, you like, you could tell three-fourths in the season who's going to win the MVP. Like, there's no, it's never really a surprise who's going to win. You know, but I look at things like this. If, if LeBron wasn't in L.A., definitely he would not, you know, they would not be in contention for anything, even yeah. with A.D., you know, you can look at everybody and say, "Well, we got to go to AD. We got to go to AD." But when it's time for that nitty gritty and that in that bucket, that that drive, it's, it's it's LBJ all day. So you know, you already jumped on kind of what I was going at, where you know, no matter what team LeBron is on, is probably he's probably gonna have an MVP season because he's still probably the best man in the game at thirty five. Yeah. You know, he's, he's putting up he's putting up numbers that Jordan wasn't even putting up at thirty five. So you know. And then I kind of heard something through the grapevine that technically that they don't want him to have as many MVPs as Jordan and all like that, but that's mm. just hearsay. Yeah. But um, you know, it could it could have. I mean, if if LeBron would have got it, I w- I wouldn't have been mad. No, absolutely no, not. I
1: wouldn't absolutely, have been absolutely not. Absolutely yeah. not. All right, fellas, appreciate y'all. Uh, JT, tell me what we got going on. Got coming up in Big Wood Radio, bro. Mm.
2: Um, Bruleon really is still seven p.m. Tuesday night, check the social media page to see what we got coming. And, of course, this Friday, man, we kicking it uh, 6 p.m. with Rick from Mint Condition on the Florida Portrait Show. He will be live with us for the whole hour. Look forward to that show. Um, You know how we doing, Big Woo Radio, man. We doing it. um, It's for the people, by the people. Looking forward to the shows this week.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Big Les, what you got going on, man?
0: Man, you know me. I'm I'm working actually. I got this project that I'm, that I'm working on, man. Um, these cats here in date, man. They put together this this track, um, this song. that's about it's in social justice and brother. I'm, I told JT, man, I, it's hot, like, and they asked me to be be a part of it, man. So um, hopefully, in about two or three weeks, man, we we're going to go in and do a video to it as well. Oh, and nice. um powerful man the, the song is just real like I you don't talk about stuff like you know i just basically just throw it at y'all and let y'all hear it and gain your own opinion i never say it's good or whatever but man like this song and the way the guy dropped it is it, it, it's right on point the message is right on time so i'm working on that project man still cool. doing that and still put trying to put some things together for we for big woo radio there we
1: go there we go man appreciate it um yeah, just let us know, man. We, you know, we ready. We ready to check it out, no doubt about it. Uh, Donnie, what you got popping, man?
3: Man, you know me, just sitting back, cool, and watching sports all week long, getting ready to report this and report it live to you Sunday at six p.m. next week.
1: Right on, right on. We're gonna get that to Donnie's top ten next week, and we get that to Donnie's top ten Google Play Store, and all our folks to search down the podcast app, please. Uh... uh do that. Search us out on your podcast on your iPhone. we we'll appreciate it. uh so we're gonna end it right here. Uh I guess the phone line's back up now. Nope, we lost uh, we lost everybody again. Uh alright, so and that's it. Appreciate you. Um so on behalf of my man James JT Thompson. Donna's Donnie Martin JB Mr. Two Ninety Nine Nima Shanna, Star Hill, the Poetic Goddess Nyana Renee Big Les. Lil Berkey. Pastor Fight. Kendra D. All About Us Radio. Big Woo. It's Big Woo Radio. Peace. God bless. We out.
3: In order to avoid contamination, the game is full of garbage, nothing it, this dismotivate. I listened to your boss be disappointed in y'all. Thought y'all was working, can't believe what I walked in on. When I came through the door, folks said it, and I Told my brother, everybody know that man got flow. You're forced to be reckoned with. The beast is dated, but they're raising sharp flow. Believe it, decapitated, you debated if you You're had a different feeling like, are you even listening to this dude killing
0: they Gotta be kidding me. Believe in the sin, but even when I...